Welcome to the Behavior Corner Podcast with Barb Roba. Barb created the Behavior Corner after almost two decades of working side-by-side with families to improve their children's behavior. This is a supportive place for parents to come together to learn how to manage powerful emotions, negative behavior choices, and the chaos that we experience along our parenting journeys. In the Behavior Corner, we share professional, practical, and positive parenting advice. These are the tools that will give you a strong foundation to make positive behavior changes in your children a reality. Get ready. This is going to be great. Welcome to this edition of the Behavior Corner. Today in the corner, we are talking about the difference that exists between obedience and cooperation. This seems to be a struggle for a lot of us. We feel that our kids should be obedient to us and cooperate with us. Yes, that is true. However, there is a huge difference between these two. And quite honestly, if you want your kids to cooperate and be obedient, there are a few steps that you need to take to ensure that this will happen because they have the drive to make it happen. They want it just as much as you because it fulfills them inside, because they see the purpose and the need behind those actions. So before we dive in specifically to that, do you guys know that on January 25th, it is National Opposite Day? I found that pretty intriguing (laughs) and I think that's really fun because I reflect back and I remember to when my kids used to pretend that it was opposite day. Did they know that it was such thing as a national opposite day? No, because it seemed like every other day in our house became opposite day and they loved pretending. They would tell me no and I would stop and think, oh, this is way out of the norm. And I would go to correct it and they said, mom, it's opposite day. No means yes. They thought it was the coolest thing. And they would go on and on and on being opposite and saying silly things that were really having the opposite intention. It was such a good time for them in our house. It took my brain a little bit to wrap my head around the opposite of everything they were doing, but it helped create some bonding for us. And it was a game. And you know what? This is what our kids remember. They remember the fun times, the games, the bonding opportunities, even though they don't really stop and reflect, wow, that was a really good bonding opportunity. No, their brains and their hearts are being wired to remember these positive interactions that their family had with them. And not only is this fun and positive, but games encourage our kids to learn. In fact, young children learn new skills best when it's taught through play. Play is learning. And part of this is our cooperation piece that we're talking about today. So I took an old fashioned look at the uh, dictionary and I looked up this word cooperation. And this is what it said. 
Cooperation is the process of working together to the same end. So let's wrap our heads around what that would look like in a play setting. We're playing, we're learning, we're loving each other. We're creating positive feelings as a family as a result of working together to the same end in cooperation. That's our definition, working together to the same end. Whether you're playing a board game or you have made a game out of emptying the dishwasher or you have set the timer to see if they could beat their time from the day before with getting their shoes and coat on before leaving the house. You're working together to the same end. You're all leaving. You're all emptying the dishwasher. You're all playing a board game. And because you can add the element of play, such as on opposite day, you have much better cooperation. Um, not too long ago, my husband said to both of our kids, I have a competition for you guys. Whoever can get their room the cleanest will earn $5. He put a monetary piece to that. And the runner-up will get $3. Oh my gosh, they hustled. They got everything off their floor. It was incredible. We made a game out of it, and they truly did clean their rooms. So let's flip this for a minute. Let's consult our dictionary again for obedience. Obedience is compliance with an order, request, or law. It's a submission to another's authority. Just reading that makes me a little creeped out. I don't think that the submission to authority, that that's like the really big piece for me, has any place in parenting. Yes, there is an element of you respect your, your elders and I am the parent and you're gonna do what I say, but never have I thought of it as submission to authority. Um, compliance with an order, perhaps, but I don't know that I ever would phrase it that way. Compliance with a direction, sure. Um, but we're not raising submissive kids. That is definitely not a positive view. So here we have a very stark difference of what cooperation could hold for your family versus obedience. Obedience is not going to get you very far when you're expecting your kids to be submissive. Sure, sh short-term, living in fear, you will see some obedience there in result, uh, but that's not the, the lasting long-term solution that will carry you through your teenage years when you do need to cooperate with them. You need to be able to be on a very respectful page with them so they trust in you to help navigate life's problems, social difficulties. If you are in a submissive uh, relationship, with your children where they have to be submissive to your authority, you are going to miss out when they need you the most and more problems for them as far as decision making and peer groups. Those will increase greatly because they're not going to have you to fall back on as a trusted person in their life to be positive. 
Whereas if you are cooperating with your children and getting them to follow your directions and teaching them right from wrong and teaching them problem solving and teaching them how to come to you as a supportive adult through the element of play as they're growing, you, my friends, will be in a very positive place with your children for years to come. Let's apply this to real life. Let's think about chores for a minute. Which do you think will go better? A game to get them done? Even pairing a simple request with manners in an existing positive relationship that you have with your kids will help promote them to be willing to engage in your game. Or do it or else because I said so. Will that work? Yeah, probably. You'll probably get some backlash, you'll get some eye rolls. There won't be much excitement there to help you with the chore. You'll definitely end up getting some attitude. So perhaps the end result would be the same for the very moment here in the task of completing chores. However, the one that incorporates them into a game to get it done is much more likely to get done quicker, to be done more on a willingness level. Also, your kids will learn how to do that chore because they're engaging in this fun game. Their brain is enjoying this game. Their brain is learning through play of this game and the chore is getting done. Huh, you now know how to sort laundry because we made it into a game. Or you know where the silverware goes in the silverware drawer, which section is for spoons, forks, and the butter knives, because we made a sorting game out of it. Or perhaps it's a race to throw all the laundry downstairs over the railing. If you have an upstairs level of your house, kids think that is great. I get to throw the laundry over the railing. Look, it's all over the floor. Okay, great. Now let's have a race on how quickly we can get that laundry to the laundry room. You've just made it a game. You're not having to repeat yourself. You're not stressed out. Your kids aren't stressed out. In fact, before you know it, your chores are done. Your kids just engaged in a positive learning experience and you're all smiling. The element of cooperation is so much more important than the element of obedience. If you can incorporate this in your home, you're going to see a huge improvement. In fact, I see this all the time, even outside of the home setting. In the school setting, behaviors improve and academics are achieved when there's that element of cooperation. And when kids have bonded with their teacher and they know that their teacher genuinely cares about them and is invested in their cooperation, in their learning experience, and making that fun in a caring environment. Do you know what I see in those classrooms? Very few, if any, behavior problems. Kids are engaged in their learning. Their attendance approves, improves, excuse me, because 
They're coming to school every day. They're excited to be with that positive adult figure in their life who respects them and engages them in their learning through cooperation and respect. Behavior improvements, attendance improvements, improvements in their grades. I see it firsthand on an almost daily basis. So not only is the element of cooperation over obedience important in our homes, it is also important in our schools. So here's an application for your family. Here's number one. One thing that I have for you to do to help foster this in your home is to promote intrinsic choices. And when we're talking about something being intrinsic, it's internal, it's inside of us. We make decisions based on what we know is right. We do the right thing for the sole reason that it's right. When we have intrinsic choices and our kids can make positive intrinsic choices, the end result of that is them feeling proud of themselves. And that feeling sends those happy chemicals to their brain and encourages them to repeat that action because they know it was the right thing. I'm doing the right thing because I know it's the right thing and it's giving me a positive feeling inside. It's like your conscience talking to you. Yes, this was positive, do that again. However, doing something out of obedience again and again teaches our kids to listen to us but without regard to their thoughts or feelings. So now you've lost that intrinsic motivation, that good feeling of knowing what is right. And you've replaced it with, I have to listen because the adult told me to. Doesn't matter how I think or how I feel, I am to be submissive to this authority figure and do what they say. This, my friend, is very dangerous because you may have your children's best interests at heart and you would never engage them in something that's dangerous or risky behavior. You're just simply expecting them to be obedient to you. But what happens, as we talked about earlier, they're in those teenage years, they're young adults, and they have been raised with this view of, I have to be submissive to other people's requests. That could lead them down a very dangerous road. In turn, they could even flip that to be completely opposite and expect others to be submissive to their direction, which then causes a whole nother element of perhaps bullying, criminal behavior. I have seen it. Does that happen all the time in every child? No. Have I seen it happen? Yes. We need to improve the ability of our children to make positive behavior choices because they've been taught how and they feel good doing it, not because I said so. You truly want to raise an independent adult? I would hope the answer is yes, because that is what our end game is here in raising our children. You want them to be independent, successful, successful not only career-wise, but in relationships, then they need the element of knowing what is right and what is wrong. I'm going to listen to my thoughts and my feelings on that and make a positive decision 
that I know is intrinsically right. And my gosh, that sounds so complicated. <laughs> but really, when we play and we foster cooperation, we get that end result. That's it, guys. Foster the cooperation, the respect, the positive relationship that you have with your kids, and it will be okay. So how are we going to promote this intrinsic choice? These choices, these positive choices we want them to make. Well, let them problem solve. Let them decide how to solve some problems and just ask them simply, what do you think would help in this situation? And let them try it. As long as it's not an issue of safety, go ahead and let them try it. And if their solution fails, that's okay. They'll come back and pick a different solution and you will support them in that. Let them fail. That's how they learn. In fact, that's how adults continue to learn. We fail sometimes. And if a solution to a problem they have doesn't work out, help them navigate that. Their problem solving abilities will continue to improve with each and every opportunity that they're given to problem solve. So promote those intrinsic positive choices through problem solving. Help them do that. Another way to promote these intrinsic positive behaviors is to praise your kids and to allow them to know how proud you are when they make a positive choice. And I encourage you when you're doing this to be as specific as possible. When your child decides to say something positive to his sibling, acknowledge that. Make them feel good that they were kind to their sibling so that that increases the opportunity that they're going to be kind again in the future because you've acknowledged it and you've made them feel good. They had a great day at school because they followed their teacher directions and you got a good news note home. Allow them to stay up 10 minutes later and acknowledge that. Be specific. I am so proud of you for following your teacher directions today. I'm going to let you stay up 10 minutes later. What do you want to do? Make it a big deal because these positive choices in life should not go on without recognition. It's our job to recognize this in our kids. So take a moment and do that and encourage those positive feelings so that these choices continue. So we have our first step for your family which is promoting intrinsic positive choices. And to make sure that happens, you are going to support your kids in allowing them to problem solve and also to acknowledge them for positive choices. The second way I have for you to improve the level of cooperation in your home in addition to <laughs> the um, intrinsic choices is to teach your kids advocacy skills. Teach them how to advocate for themselves. And when we are defining the word advocate, I tell kids, this is getting what you want and what you need and doing it respectfully. This again, my friends, goes back to cooperation versus obedience. 
We don't just take what we want or need. We don't demand it of others. And the same is true for our kids. We need to have a respectful point of view when we are moving forward and being an advocate for ourselves, an advocate for what we need. And yes, we can teach advocacy skills through games. It can be fun. In fact, kids love to pretend and act. And there are a few very fun game-oriented ways to help your children learn how to advocate for themselves. When we are standing up for our needs and wants, it is super important, I tell kids, to use eye contact. Look at the person you're talking to. Use a respectful tone. Share your thoughts and feelings by using an I message. I feel, I want, I need. And ask any questions. Maybe there's a situation going on and you're not quite sure you have all the information. It's okay to ask questions of an adult. Do it respectfully. Use your eye contact. Ask some questions. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And make this okay in your home as well. Make it okay for your kids to ask you questions when they're not sure of something. Make it okay for them to come to you and ask for a compromise or a change in decision making that maybe they're not happy with a decision you made as long as they're doing it respectfully. So as we're wrapping up today in the corner, we have a very different view now of what it means to have obedient kids and what it means to have cooperative kids. And not only just in the moment, but well into the future when they are functioning adults in our society. And I want to offer you two things. I have some tools that could help you along in your journey of this cooperation element to improve the ability to have your kids engage in problem solving and also the advocacy piece. So if you take a moment and you email me, barb, B-A-R-B, at behaviorcorner.com or you can find me on Facebook Messenger, Barb Roba, my last name is spelled R-O-B-A, you can simply tell me that you would like some tools to help you along your journey of improving communication, I'm sorry, cooperation. And those tools that I have to offer you are one, an age by age breakdown of what your child would be developmentally able to do based on their age in order to solve problems. Breakdown of problem solving abilities and tips for your age child. Those I have for you for free, just email me, I'll send them over to you. I also have, and I'm offering my closed group on Facebook, assertiveness cards. You wanna teach your kids how to be assertive and you want a visual element to help them be successful with that above and beyond your uh, playtime in the home and your communication time in the home and teaching them how to do it, then great. Snag my free assertiveness cards. It lays out sentence starters. I feel blank. 
I want blank. And it just serves as a visual reminder. So you've got age by age problem solving steps and also assertiveness cards to help you with the level of cooperation in your home with your kids. Totally check those out, okay? And remember, silly and bonding and play is foundation in helping build a positive parent-child relationship in addition to learning and cooperation. It is one of the amazing keys that we have access to as parents. So process all of this, reach out to me for your freebies, and until next time in the corner, I encourage you to be brilliant and empowered. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Come and visit us on our other social media platforms, including our fan page found on Facebook, Behavior Corner LLC, and our amazing closed group where even more goodness happens at Raising Kids, Behavior Solutions That Work. And of course, a shout out to Barb is always available at barb at behaviorcorner.com.